everything we do is in and through people. Welcome to the radio show that will help you know yourself to increase your influence with family, friends, co-workers, and community. This is Learn It, Live It, Lead It with your John Maxwell team leadership coaches, Mike Cook and Monique Minnick. But for this radio show, say hello to Mike and Mo. Hello, hello, hello. This is Mo. And this is Mike. Welcome back. So we are in our new season now about how to be a real success. Yes. Right? Four Mm -hmm. components of this, relationships, equipping, attitude, and leadership. Mm -hmm. Last week was our first week Mm -hmm. in our Learn It phase of relationships, a 101 course, right? Mm -hmm. Trying to keep it simple. Yeah. But impactful. 101, kind of like a college course. You know, right. it's just basic principles. It's not, yeah, right. not. Our success as a leader in any organization, family organization, mm-hmm. paid organization, mm-hmm. nonprofit organization, right, is about knowing your purpose first, mm-hmm. growing to your maximum potential, and sowing the seeds that are going to benefit others. That sounds familiar. Yes. It's a rather simple recipe, <laughs> but it does require us to be very aware. Right. To put into practice and to partner with mentors in our life to Mm, achieve it. mm -hmm. And so we're going to continue to to build upon it. And this week or last week, we talked about the nature of relationships. Right. That was the learn it phase. The learn it phase. Why are relationships important to success? And what did I need to know about others to be able to to nurture uh, relationships? So this week is our live it phase. And we are going to discuss the building box of relationships. How to live it. Okay, so last week when we ended, we were talking about the nature of relationships. And basically, to kind of sum it all up, when asked what one single characteristic is most needed by those in leadership positions, most chief executives of major companies replied, the ability to work with people. Which is ironic. Um, I I cited the uh, Stanford research that says 87% of things that we do is about people. 13% is about product product or tasks or things like that. And yet it's funny that we spend so much time training on tasks and product product rather than how to deal with people. That's why it's important to talk about relationships. Um, And there are, uh, John Maxwell talks about there's four kinds of people that you're going to encounter. Yep. Uh, some people are a plus. In they, your life. They add to life. They You're glad to see them coming. Some people are a minus. When you, <laughs> when you see them getting out of the car, across the parking lot, you start to tense up because, oh or no. Or establish good boundaries. Right, or whatever, you know, run the other way, whatever it's going to be. Some people multiply. They actually make it make things better for everyone when they right. show up. And then others divide. Divide. And uh, especially when they're behind a screen, don't get me started on that rant. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So uh, we're moving in today. Now we're talking about the building blocks of relationships. And there's really three areas to this, mm-hmm. right? So the first is how can I encourage others? Uh-huh. The second is how do I connect with people, which mm-hmm. we also heard in the learn it phase. Yeah. And then how can I, ready, become a better listener? What would you say? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because yeah. remember the ratio. We've right, all heard right. this growing up. Let's Let's honor the ratio of two ears to one mouth. How about that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So becoming a better listener, and we are going to spend a significant amount of time on that since you all are listening to so us. Hopefully you'll be a better listener today. You'll be yeah, a better listener today. There we go. Okay. So the first section is how can I encourage others? And we talked about this in, in the last session, right? Believing in people before 
they have proved themselves is key to motivating people to reach mm. their potential. So you put a 10 on them right away. Before put a you 10 know. on yeah. them right away, mm. right? Most people do not have a lot of faith in themselves, and that is a limiting factor. The reality mm-hmm. is that difficulties seldom defeat people, right? Because there's a grit aspect to mm-hmm. that. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people that actually look at those and develop. Yeah. But a lack of faith in themselves mm-hmm. is where the defeat comes from. Yeah, I, I, I like to play golf, and, and it's true what they say. It's a head game. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, in a lot of sports, I guess, is that's the case. You know, you don't think about it. You just go do it because otherwise, yeah. And what is a limiting belief that you have in yourself or your abilities? You know, a lot of people work for someone else instead mm-hmm. of working for themselves because they don't think they have what it takes. Yeah. But if what you're doing is making somebody else money— yeah. It could also be making you a lot more money. Yeah, that's true. That's with true. a lot more freedom, flexibility, mm-hmm. maybe even something along your passion, right? You may have a skill set, but you're not working in your passion yet. And we've talked mm-hmm. about that before, right? But what is a limiting belief that you have and where does that come from? Mm. Does it come from like we talked about in, in last week's session about what you've been told about yourself? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Right. What are you being told about yourself? What are you? Law of the mirror, mm-hmm. law of reflection. Right. We about that what are laws, you yeah. telling yourself every day? Self talk. Yeah, yeah. Self talk. It's a yeah. huge piece, right? But that also that also helps us to want to be an encourager. Yes. You know, you don't want to be one of those minus people I mentioned earlier. You want to be the encourager to talk, right, you know, positively to people and, and encourage them. Yeah. yeah. And so, are you somebody hmm. that has faith in other people? Right. That's mm-hmm. another piece of it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, the people that are closest to you, do you believe in them? Mm. Do you tell them that you believe in them? Are Most you... people don't have someone like right. that. Yeah. Most uh, people unfortunately. don't. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. I mean, when you think of, and you think of stories, I mean, we've, we've shared stories here too, but when you, when you ask someone who's achieved uh, amazing, you know, extraordinary, yeah. an ordinary yeah. person achieving extraordinary things, mm-hmm. right? It's very interesting when you ask where does your motivation come from or whatnot. I mean, you've heard me talk about Nancy Hill and in, in motivating me as a mentor, right? Mm-hmm. Who in your life is moving you that direction? Because who? Sometimes it's thanking mom or thanking dad or thanking an yeah. aunt or an uncle. But in typically, there's going to be somebody that has empowered you mm-hmm. and believed in you when you didn't believe in yourself mm-hmm. and helped you get there. Yeah. And you immediately recognize and thank them, right? Mm-hmm. Are you that person for somebody else? Keep it going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you're not, you need to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Because that's another way to change the limiting belief about you. Absolutely. Yeah. Is to make sure that you're not letting somebody in your life have a limiting belief about themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Truly having faith in someone can change their life. And so your goal is not to get people to think more highly of you. Back to that what's in it for me. Right. Um, but rather to get them more to think more highly of themselves. themselves. And that is quite a paradigm shift in itself. Well, yeah. it also forces us to get out of the self-centeredness mm-hmm. into the self-service, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Good way to put it, yeah. Right, yeah. it's it's serving others, yeah. servant leadership, right? It's about who's in front of you, yeah. right? Who yeah. are, When you walk around, do you walk around with your eyes to the ground? Yeah. Do yeah. you Are you looking for someone yeah. to impact with a smile, with a hello, with a... You know, or are you that person that's got the scowl on their face? How are you engaging mm-hmm. people? Because right now, that's another way. And I used to tell you, walk in the halls of the Pentagon. So many people had their faces in their in their papers and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. 
And I walked with my head up, and every time I meet an eye, mask or not these days, there's a smile that goes with it. You can tell. Hello, how are you? That says, I see you. Mm -hmm. You're important. You're valuable, yeah. You're in my moment. Yeah. Think of think of it this way. If I ask you this question, who sees more in you than you see in yourself? When I ask that question, somebody just came to mind when I exactly. asked that. You're, there's a picture of somebody. Okay, so what we're saying is, be like them, be like that. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, and guess what? We've got an acronym for you, and we're going to post this on our Lynchburg Leadership Area Events page. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's the acronym for believe, B-E-L-I-E-V-E. Mm-hmm. Believe in others, right? So the first one is the B. Believe in others before they succeed. So you're giving them a benefit of the doubt, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. E is for emphasizing <clears throat> their strengths. Hmm. When you're recognizing that in someone... Looking for strengths rather looking than Looking for the strengths yeah. and weaknesses, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, and John talks about the fact that we should be working on our strengths well, sure. yeah. and not looking to develop so our weaknesses per se. for them? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Start identifying them. The L is list their past successes. And this is the only past you should worry about. And that is the only past you should worry about. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. correct. You want to, for the I, instill confidence when they fail. Mm. Failing forward. Yes, Failing is part of life. Failing is part of life. You cannot learn unless you fail. Yeah. You cannot learn if you don't make a mistake. And it's interesting. Uh, John Maxwell was actually in town, uh, and we're broadcasting from Lynchburg, Virginia, and he was in town last week. And one of the things he talked about was success and failure and how we tend to think of those as polar opposites. And yet, really, there is no success Mm-mm. without, without failure, failure. And there is no failure without they're They're intertwined. They, they should be... You know, thought of together. Yeah. Right. And, and and we spend a lot of time analyzing our failures instead of analyzing our successes. Andy mm-hmm. Stanley's even talked about that as well. Mm-hmm. When in any organization, in any life circumstance, you've got to do due diligence on both sides. Yeah. The yeah. things that make you successful, you want to repeat. Mm-hmm. The yeah. things that are creating angst and, and failures, if you will. Still want to learn from them, yeah. You need yeah. to learn from mm-hmm. them, but you need to understand what they are, yeah. right? The so believe, e, yeah. Mm-hmm. The E is experience some wins together. And we talked about that last week about the, you know, shared experiences build relationships. Absolutely, yeah. because that bonds you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that helps you uh, in working as a team and doing things together becomes mm-hmm. powerful. The V is visualize their future success. You also need to visualize your own future success. Mm-hmm. That, so that V can But if you can't for, do it for you, yeah. do it for somebody that v else. That stand for vision then because that's exactly what that is. That's yeah, exactly yeah. what that is. Yeah. And the last E in believe is expect a new level of living. Hmm. Expect, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And for some people on listening, you need to stop anticipating and start participating. Mm, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. The Because there's two sides of anticipation. Well, what if bad or what if good or mm-hmm. what if, what if, what if, what if. Uh, now, today is today. Yeah. Get in the last game. Night. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, yeah. And tomorrow is going to come, mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. you try to stop it or not, right? <laughs> yeah. So live and do for today. So your expectation. So which of these seven principles do you need to learn to be better at? Mm. Right? Yep. Which one? What steps are you going to take to do this? Mm-hmm. Right? This is why we're in our, you know, we're we're in our... Live, Live it. it. Yes, this is living it. This is living, living it. Living it out, putting it into practice. Putting yeah. it into practice, right? Yeah. So the second area is how do I connect with people? Mm-hmm. So we've established that relationships are important, so we got to get to connecting. And Yeah. Mm-hmm. So always remember that 
Um, and this is true of leadership. Um, leaders will first touch people's heart before they ask for a hand. Right. And so the heart comes before the hand. So you develop credibility with people when you connect with them and you show that you genuinely want to help them. Right. There cannot be ulterior motives in this, folks. Yeah. You have to be genuine. And when you are and you are leaning forward in making sure that somebody else Mm -hmm. is being successful, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's the power. Yeah. And that's why it's important to connect with people one at a time. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, certainly there is, you know, when you think of the great communicators, the the Ronald Reagans, the John Maxwells, the Andy Stanleys, there's a lot of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, President Clinton. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. great communicators. It still starts that they hone their skill with the one. Yeah. It's technique to do it to the masses. Sure. Right. Yeah. And there's ways to do that. Mm-hmm. But it still comes back to, right, when you shake a hand, is mm-hmm. it firm or mm-hmm. is it like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Limp fish, whatever you want to call it, right? Back to putting a 10 on everybody. Yeah, from exactly. The start, yeah, are yeah. you are you in it to You're win it, so to speak? Expecting the best, yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like expecting the best, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's really important. The other piece is that you have, and this is about, you've got to connect publicly and privately. So you, mm. you, you shouldn't be different with people in your life because somebody is seeing you. Right. Although we've right. all worked, I think, around people like that or yeah, yeah. had the family member that was very different around more than one person. And I'm then afraid to say it. There's a lot of salespeople that are like there's that, a lot of salespeople yeah. that are like <laughs> yeah. that, too. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have to develop credibility with people. And so when you connect with them and you show them that you genuinely want to help them mm. again, your charisma is only going to take you so far. Your resume mm. is only going to take you so far, mm-hmm. especially when you're dealing with teamwork and, and dealing with small to medium to large size groups, you have to have credibility. Yeah, yeah. And that is what's going to sustain you, you know, moving forward, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so it's real important. So in these areas, how do you rate, how do you rate yourself in the area of connecting with people? Hmm. Um, There's a story I think you've got, right, of Herb Kelleher. And many people may not know who he is. Southwest Airlines. Yeah. 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 A great connector. Um, but here's an example of what this looks like. Mm. And he's a 10. Yes. He's yeah. a 10 when it comes yeah. to connecting with and, people. And he saw people as and a 10. And he saw people as a 10. Yeah. So that, that's more of a, a, a recent um, thing. It was, uh, I guess, Boss Appreciation yep. Day or something like that. I remember that. seeing this, actually. And so the employees of Southwest Airlines actually took out a full-page ad um, in the USA Today um, newspaper. Uh, some call it USA Today. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Another... Um, but uh, and and so they talked about the company CEO and you know and they they said um, thanks Herb for remembering every one of our names for supporting the Ronald McDonald House for helping uh, load baggage on Thanksgiving and they just went on and listed all of these things that they recognized that he had done over time and they were always the little things the things that you wouldn't expect a leader to do in fact the things that when they're doing them uh, you would if you saw your leader doing that you would say hey. Don't do that. Let me do it because you're the boss. You're the leader or right. whatever. And, and they were thanking him for just this long list of of things that maybe seem more insignificant even. But but it's what he did. And, and right. talking about him as being that kind of leader and all that. Well, so. I think if you t- think about it, you know, when you hear 
why Southwest was successful on certain things was because he mm-hmm. encouraged people to bring their uniqueness. Yeah. They wore yeah. sneakers and shorts at work. Yeah. Yeah. They were allowed to rap. They were allowed to create parodies on, you know, I mean, yeah. I I, so it I love a, to fly Southwest because it was a culture. It was a know? culture. Yeah. And it yeah. is a culture. And I mm-hmm. love to listen to. <laughs> You know, the the team, when you're on there, deliver information very uniquely, yeah, right? Yeah. But they also see every passenger coming on board, too, mm-hmm. because they are seen. Yeah. There's a power in it's that, being folks. being done to them by their leader, and so they're multiplying. They're going to model it, yeah. right? They're yeah. going to, and that's the big thing. Remember, communication, <laughs> 93% of what we're communicating has nothing to do with what's coming out of our mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in fact, the most important aspect of communication which many people don't think of and we mentioned it earlier is being a better listener oh boy (laughs) oh boy oh boy oh boy right so treating every person as if they are the most important person in the world and it's not like we don't have any distractions that keep us from that (laughs) these days Uh, but get off of your electronic devices (laughs) yeah so the, the ability to skillfully listen not just listen but skillfully listen is the foundation to building positive relationships. Right, right. Which it, it sounds counter, you know, like you think it's stuff I do or things I say or things, but no, it's skillfully listening. Right. And so there's a couple of things to to consider when you want to build um, a foundation. To um, be a better listener. To be a better listener, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Listening shows respect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we all have our electronic devices a lot in front of us, but at certain times in meetings or meal times or when you're with friends, be you know be careful of that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You you want um, you want to respect those around you, mm-hmm. and respect is even what they have to say. The fact that they're with you, um, be impressed and be interested, not impressive. And interesting. <laughs> it's a different, yeah, right? yeah. View it with the other person. That's a right? change, yeah. Uh, listening builds relationships. Um, Dale Carnegie uh, was famous for saying, I can make more friends in two weeks by listening than two years by trying to impress them. Right. So. Great book, How to Win Friends and Influence yeah. People, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. A, a staple, right? Um, so everybody needs someone who they truly feel listens to them. Right. Yeah. And that's a, a powerful thing. Right. Listening increases our knowledge. Mm-hmm. Right. That That's a big one, too. Um, all great learners are great listeners. Yeah. And so if you want to be a great leader, mm-hmm. you also have to learn and listen. Yeah. So you have to be willing and learn to learn along be, the way. It's and not learn just along a the way. crash course or. a Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Another area is that listening generates ideas. Mm-hmm. Right. When you think of uh, and it, just the other night, actually, uh, with a couple of folks on a committee with a nonprofit that I'm on, we were we were brainstorming around some ideas and listening to each other. By the time, you know, our discussion ended, it was bits and pieces of what everybody had to say that really mm-hmm. came up with a with a powerful mm. um, end result. Mm. Right. Which is going to be great. Um, you may have great ideas. You may not have great ideas, right? Yep. But yeah. if you are working within a team, embrace the fact that people's perspective, people's life experiences, the things that they do are going to be absolutely yeah um, valuable. Yeah, and not not just a relationship thing, but a leadership thing in general. Listening builds loyalty, right? And it is true. If you don't listen, they will find someone else who will. 
and think about that with your employees and all that, I suggest you go ahead and start listening because, you know, yeah. yeah. Correct. Uh, listening is also a great way to help others and help yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and listening, active listening, and for those of anybody who's taking communication courses, right, there's different types. Mm-hmm. You know, are you listening or are you hearing? Yeah. There's, there's two yeah. different things, right? When people say... Uh, you're not hearing me. That's one thing. <laughs> when people say you're not listening to me, totally different, says yeah. that you're not understanding their perspective mm. or what they're what they're bringing. And those are two very different things. And active listening means that there are no distractions mm-hmm. in front of you. It means that you are looking at them, that you are asking questions, clarifying what you're hearing to understand. So two questions for you, right? What do you find the most challenging about listening to others? I know for me, because my mind is moving 100 miles an hour sometimes, and I'm I'm a multitasker, and I take pride in that, but that's also a weakness of mine because <laughs> yeah. I get distracted. Um, Multitasking is almost a myth. I'm beginning it, it, to believe right. anyway. I mean, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, but for me, sometimes it's people aren't giving me information fast enough. Hmm. Okay. Right. Now, the counterside of that is sometimes I'm giving people information too fast. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I've said that before in workshops. I'm going to talk fast. You got to listen fast, okay? Right. No, no, that's not really right. Yeah. And so it's not the person delivering the information's problem mm-hmm. that it's not fast enough. Mm-hmm. It is my choice mm-hmm. to increase my listening. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Be mm-hmm. patient and and listen. And and again. God's got people in my life right now, a young lady I'm mentoring, my father recovering from a stroke, and things that are processing where I'm learning how to do that. Yeah, okay. And um, okay. I'm I'm 51% on most days. I've got, okay. a, lot, I got a lot of room for growth okay. um, about okay. becoming a better listener. The other question is, is how often do you feel the need to jump in with your story hmm. or your perspective? So you're not really listening. You're thinking about how you're going to answer while yes. they're... You know, I can hear my mother now when I would get in trouble and she would be trying to teach me a lesson. And I've already formulated my response. Mm-hmm. And she would say, you weren't really listening to me because yeah. that response doesn't work. So we're, we're listening with the intent to respond versus listening with the intent to, to learn. Listen, to, or learn. to learn. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. So how often do you feel the need to jump in with your own story? Right. If you are if you are leaning from that, then you're not listening enough. Mm goes right. back to the what's in it for me. I, oh, yeah, you got a good story. I'm going to tell you a better one. I can one-up that. I can top that. I can Correct. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. we got to be careful about that. I mean, sometimes there's yeah. appropriate times for that, right? I mean, we all have the war wounds. Oh, here's, the, here's oh, yeah, this, sure. here's this yeah. injury. And <laughs> yeah. that's a comparison thing that's right. perfectly appropriate. Mm. But when somebody is sharing something going on in their life and, mm. you know, good or bad or whatever, you don't have to match it. It almost trivializes it. It does yeah. trivialize yeah. it, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think that's an important thing. Mm. So... We've got nine ways to become a better listener, mm-hmm. right? Nine ways. <laughs> and, and the ultimate question for you is going to be, which of these ways are you going to develop Yeah, we'll, we'll share this. We'll share this list ex- actually as well. Lynchburg Area Leadership Events on Facebook. You can look it up there and there's some. Right. Yeah. So what's the first one, Mike? Look at the speaker. Oh, my goodness. Eye contact? Eye contact, yes. Eye contact. Uh uh Mike and I are looking at each other as we're talking. We're looking at producer Anthony as we're talking. So that means the phone has to go away. Right. 
which right. is that's the latest, the you know more the modern latest thing. Right. thing. There's always distractions, whatever that may be, but you know just eye contact that. That makes such a difference. And guess what, folks? If you don't have the time, then schedule it. If mm-hmm. someone stops by your office, they yeah. used to do this with me and say, hey, do you have five minutes? I do, but it's in 20. Yeah. So come back at 1.30 yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Be intentional because mm-hmm. looking at someone is intentional. Yeah. And, and that get, builds loyalty. That builds the connection. That builds more done in five minutes. Than, yeah. And yeah. you're going to get mm-hmm. a whole lot more done, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the next one is don't interrupt. So this would be one that I and people listening that know me very well would probably say that I probably violate the most <laughs> because, again, if I'm in in it for me or trying to make a point, mm. right, mm-hmm. then I will interrupt to interject. Mm. And, and this is a big one. So this is a this is a focus area for me. All transparency, which am I going to develop first? <laughs> I got to start. I got to stop interrupting people. Okay, I even I'm do s- it to Mike. I'm I'll- sitting quietly. Here waiting. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt you. Yeah. OK. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So another one, nine ways to become a better listener is focus on understanding. Mm. Back to the seven habits of highly effective people. I mentioned it earlier. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. And sometimes by seeking to understand first, it kind of deflates the situation. You know, heated battles, arguments by... Oh, that's what you meant. I I took that wrong, you know. Right. I always like to tell people don't take it the way I meant it because that's you know, that's a lot of times that's what happens, you know. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um and one of the big things about that too is that um the meanings are not necessarily in the words that are coming out, but in the person sitting across from you and what is going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, you can look at facial expressions and all yeah, kinds of again, yeah, yeah. Ninety-three percent of what we're communicating is nonverbal. Yeah, nonverbal, yeah. and what people say sometimes is certainly not what mm. the rest of their that's true yeah. body language, context, environment is actually mm. you know saying. Um, the fourth would be determine the need at the moment. <laughs> this is a tricky one because there's sometimes when someone just wants you to listen, to right? Them. Now, I'm a fixer. That's, you know, my too. business and my background and stuff like that. They sent me places to fix, deal with problems and fix things. Right. So I immediately go to, hey, how can I fix this? Mm-hmm. They don't want me to fix it. They just want me to listen. listen. Yeah. 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 And and you hear that a lot in couples, right? Mm-hmm. So men generally tend to be fixers and yeah. women, you know, they don't want resolution and women on the other hand are more likely to talk through their problems. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily the case in my household. I tend mm-hmm. to be the fixer um, and my husband is, you know is is more looking for, you know, wanting to talk through certain mm-hmm. things. But that's a very valid point. Yeah. And so yeah. I know for me, and this goes to my communication style, when I'm talking with people, I ask in advance, what is the expectation for me? Yeah. You want me to yeah. listen? I, I'm all about, because I'm a fixer. So Are you talking to me because yeah. I yeah. am a fixer and you right. want some help with that? Or is it, no, nope, mm-hmm. I just need mm-hmm. you to listen, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Um now, the next two, I think, kind of go together, so I'm going to mention them together, five yep. and six. Um, that is check your emotions and suspend your judgment. Because Ooh. a lot of times we we put things through the filter of our experiences. Mm. So you got to watch the, you know, they always say check yourself before you wreck yourself. But that's true in conversations <laughs> as well, is you know making sure to suspend judgment and check our emotions because we may be thinking of it totally different based on my experiences versus what your experiences were growing up in life right. or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and you're right. I, I think the whole judgment thing, right? Because where we think the story is going or the mm-hmm. situation is going. I'm already three steps ahead thinking, yeah. And it's not. Right. Yeah. 
And you can embarrass yourself sometimes with that. Yeah. I mean, you can put yourself in a tight area. Been there, yeah. The seventh way to become a better listener is sum up Mm -hmm. at major intervals. In other words, don't machine gun the information. Mm Kind of like we're doing for you right now. We're reminding you what we're talking about. We're bringing it together, right? Well, one of my favorite coaching questions is, so what I'm hearing you say is, right. and right. so it's it's clarifying. It's okay. clarifying. Yeah. And we should all, and that rolls right into number eight. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when you're summing it up, number eight is ask questions for clarity. If mm-hmm. you are unclear or want to make sure you're tracking properly with what they're mm-hmm. providing, then ask clarification, right? Because yeah. that also helps you pay attention to the conversation. Yes. Right. The last one is always make listening a priority. And one of the mm. best people at that was Sam Walton, the founder of Walmart. Um, he always flew around to different parts of the country to visit the stores. And there's a story where he flew in and he asked the pilot to stop 100 miles before the store. He got off the plane and got on the truck with one of the Walmart truck drivers so he could sit for 100 miles and listen to what this truck driver had to say. That's truly listening and really caring, building the relationships. Mm. So, so, so many people take for granted the ability to listen is easy. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. yeah. It requires effort. So thank you for listening today. And uh, until next week, this is Mike. And this is Mo. Reminding you to learn it. Live it. And lead it. <laughs>